Hey, hey, guys, it's the disclaimer. You know what? Everything you're about to hear, well, it's just our opinion. Yeah, it's not for everybody, and not everybody lives our life. This is true, and everything you are about to hear is extremely explicit. So, if you're under the age of 18, please uh, tell your parents you've made some really poor choices and uh, go find another podcast to listen to. That being said, if you don't like it, fuck off. Go fuck off. This is beautiful. It's it's love. It's fantastic, and it's happiness. Everybody and welcome to episode number seven of the Rigid Roosters. My name is Cody. My name is Chris, but some of you out there like call me, call me Daddy. Guys, like we said, welcome to episode number seven. This is an episode all about polyamory. And before we begin, I want to say real quick, um, I really, really appreciate uh, all of the love, all of the support you guys have given us, it means the absolute world to us. Uh, we could not keep doing this if it wasn't for you guys listening, uh, rating us, reviewing us, things like that. That's how we learn where we need to get better. And that's also how we move up the charts. So guys, the more five-star ratings that you give us, the higher in the charts we get, the better our visibility is. And the more people get to learn about uh, this lifestyle, the more people get to uh, understand what it is that we do. So uh, thank you for those of you that have already done it. For those of you that haven't, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go do it right now. Yeah, we're not talking about it. just like Apple Podcasts. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, we're, we're a few episodes deep in at this point. We just told you we, we record these back-to-back sometimes. But, uh, yeah, you know, not just Apple Podcasts. You know, run over to Spotify. You know, throw us a five-star on there. They want you yeah. to listen to at least one episode. First, listen to it. You know, rate the, the podcast. Yeah. You know, give some Amazon Prime, um, uh, iHeartRadio, we're on there, too. Uh, really? Podcast. There's some, there's like a 10 podcast apps that we're on right now. So wherever you're listening to us, guys, throw us a review, throw us a rating, let us know what you think, and please, if you can, rate us five stars, because that helps us so goddamn much. Yeah, make sure you guys are going on, like, uh, Dan Cummins stuff and rating him five stars and telling him to check us out. Yeah, for sure. Everybody that goes and listens to Dan Cummins, tell him to check out the Rigid Roosters. That way, we can get our shirts, because I know they're listening, all right? I saw those listeners in Spokane and uh, Coeur d'Alene. I know they're up there. I know that's what they're doing, right? Dan and Lindsay are talking about it right now, and they're thinking, should we try this? Listen, you should, okay? But also, you should send us t-shirts first. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, we'll make ones with roosters on it. I promise they won't just be one of Cody's dick pics. No. Ladies, you never know, though. We might get an animated version for you guys if this picks up and you keep it up. We'll sell, like, animated videos or something like that. Something. With my dick dressed up as a rooster. Yeah. That is something we will look into. If we can grow this big enough, because I know that I like 
rooster stuff. You know, any, any right. anything rooster that we see. I'm actually once we get done recording tonight, uh, I'm gonna go in and order us both a hat that I that Chris actually found and sent to me. Did you did you get um, it approved through the boss? I got it approved in a certain roundabout way. Right. right yeah. So use this card for one. Yeah. And this card exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm what... I'm gonna order those hats. I'm gonna have Chris's sent here. I'm gonna have mine sent to my workhouse in Midland, yeah. and we'll have them. But I, I love Red Roosters merch, right? Because it makes me think of the podcast. So if this gets big enough and we have enough interest in it, we will 100% start doing Rigid Roosters merch. Can I say um, real quick, speaking of birds and fowls, I'm a huge fan of the Mockingbird and the Crow, if you guys don't know what this is. This oh, is the newest song yeah. by Hardy. If you guys, I don't care if you're a, a rock fan, if you're a country fan, if you don't know Hardy at this point, you are missing out. I, and I, you know what? I am fairly... Uh, guilty of this myself. I've just recently discovered Artie, you know, hanging out with Cody. Uh, you know, I'm more of the punk rock type, and I've listened to country in the past, but, you know, I haven't listened to it a few years, you know, just been that, mm. it has been my life, my scene for a while, but, but getting back into it, he is but, definitely, but can you hear those coyotes out there? Yeah, they're, they're, they're running loud. It's still early. Yeah. They're probably coming to try to get Mia. I hope she's hiding. But yeah, I mean, Hardy is like that kind of country core that's emerging now. It's like, it's a lot rock. It's a lot country. It's 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 just fucking feel good music. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's great stuff. So if you guys are into that kind of thing, go check out Hardy's uh, latest singles that he dropped uh, in preparation for the new album. They're fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, and you know if you need a good introduction song, you know for him, sell out. Sell out. Oh, that's that's one of my number one jazz songs. Oh, it really is. I man. love that fucking song. Uh, but yeah, so moving on into. The subject today of polyamory, and this is going to be one of those episodes that I hope you don't mind my voice, otherwise just move around, because this will be a kind of a two-part episode. You have got a silky smooth voice. Do I? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I try. Don't let anybody I, tell you that you, you don't. Know, I only went to a vocal coach for two years. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have to teach myself to back it down because it was to teach me how to talk loud doing shows outside. Yeah. Uh, boy, sometimes, you know, they get loud. <laughs> but you know, but sidetracking for just a second. You know, I, I had to go to a speech therapist. Do we just sidetrack onto a sidetrack? We sidetracked onto a sidetrack. Like sidetrackception. When I was a kid, I, my school made me go to a speech therapist right. because of my accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look how that fucking turned out. What are you talking about, Cody? <laughs> that. that go. You hang go out no fuck accent. yourself. All right. <laughs> I hear it. I know everybody else does too. Fucking Sarah the other day was like, I try so hard to hide my accent, and then five minutes talking to you, here it comes. It just comes right out. Oh, yeah. God she said that. Yeah. She, she turns bright ass red, mm-hmm. and that is absolutely it. Yeah. Yeah. So I am glad that I do that to you. All right. Boom. <laughs> I am happy about that. All right, Chris. Fucking, All right. Sorry about that. No. Take it away. You know, so this will be a little bit of a roadmap, you know, and it's. My map's not finished, you know. I am still, and I'll start this. This is my experience. This is, uh, this is where I came from. Um, you know, uh, this isn't for this. This isn't the way everybody's experience goes. This is the way. It's not the way everybody feels about the dynamic that I want my boundaries, uh, my validation. You know. Uh, so really, kind of where I got started with the whole thing was uh, I was in a long-term relationship with a partner and. Uh, we tried the open thing, you know, the do what you want kind of thing and threesomes, whatever. And it, it didn't work. It wasn't for, wasn't for, you know, for either of us. It wasn't what we were really looking for. And 
that partner wasn't very good at, you know, saying like, yeah, you can do this, mm-hmm. but then being mad that I did that. Right. You know, and so that never really happened. And then, you know, we went through a breakup, whatever, got with a new partner, and the first thing she tells me is, I'm polyamorous. I'm like, fuck, I don't know what that is. You know, like, I had to look it up, and uh, she told me, explained it to me, you know, she had a boyfriend, mm-hmm. had a wife, and, you know, she dated other people and dated me. And then, you know, that turned into I was her boyfriend while mm-hmm. she still had a boyfriend. And then, you know, and that was the thing. She really closed off her roster, if you will, her appointments. And, you know, that was hot and heavy for a few months. And then we broke up, you know, and I just, I didn't really, you know, I went on a few dates. Didn't really get any serious or whatever with anybody. And then we got back together and we started at the beginning. And I was at, that was in 2020. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you, it was in 2019 and then, you know, moving into 2020. It was right when that happened. Uh, we had decided when we got back together to kind of close it off and just be the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and her boyfriend at the time had also broken up. And so she was just her. And so we, we had, we had broken it off, you know, you know, or or I say broken off. We, we had put the, pushed the brakes down a little bit, yeah. you know, took a break on seeing other people work on us. Cause we were, we had broken up and gotten back together. We mm-hmm. needed some stuff to be worked out. And then about the time that we really decided, let's try this again. Well, that was right at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. right at the beginning of 2020. And, you know, which that just put an absolute halt to all anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we, we were, we were very self-conscious about all that stuff, the masks and, uh, you know, whatnot and social distancing, you know, we we're, were very, very much into all that. And... You know, and that was good for a while. And then when the world started to open up, you know, we gave it a shot. We had a lot of problems. We, mm. we never were amazing at it. And it just, that's what it was. And Do then, you think that that could have been because both of you were polyamorous and you were trying to live a monogamous lifestyle? No. No, there was, uh, a lot, there was more to it than that? Uh, there was a lot more to it than that. Um, but that was part of it. Right. You know, because it was hard to date. Because it was still at the... I wouldn't even say at the end of the pandemic, but it was at the end of the worst part of it in, you know, right. 2020, 2021, that where our relationship was really starting to fall apart. And most of it revolved around a whole lot of other things. But also, you know, she felt like she needed to date more people, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, well, I had already told her and said, you can do what you would like as long as you're coming home to me at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that was all I cared about. Yeah. But she didn't want to do it because that was her, she, she didn't want to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't tell her side of the story. Right. Uh, so that being said, you know, I need you guys know, like she's, you know, she's not an awful human. Mm-hmm. You know, she, her happy, my happy, they didn't line up. Right. Uh, you know, and you know, someone will always be the villain in everybody's story. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to villainize her or anybody else. Right. Uh, but you know, we had our problems yeah. and we moved on and it was a nasty breakup to the point where I was like, maybe I'm not polyamorous. Yeah. I was single for a little while for a few months. I uh, got into another relationship. You know, I was like, cool, good monogamous relationship. I was good with it. It never had a problem with it and never even thought twice of it. And we were together for, for a while. Yeah. You know, but the, the openness wasn't there. The honesty wasn't really there. The, What's the best way to say it? Just the. It sounded like like the foundation. The found, well, it had a good, fo- solid foundation. Mm-hmm. It was more, 
I was, hey world, here's my person. Mm-hmm. As where they were like, I'll, I'll sneak in a picture of you, yeah. you know, amongst ten other pictures of everything I've done this last month. Right. You know, and it was like, no mentions. Oh, I got a tag. Okay, you know, like family didn't know me. My family knew her. You know, you know, things she had met my kid, mm-hmm. and you know, I just, but I hadn't had that where I was introduced to her family yet. I was, mm-hmm. you know, you know, she didn't have her own kids. She would. She had adopted kids. So you weren't um, really validated right there. You know what I mean? You right. weren't, you, you didn't have that validation of your relationship from right. her side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, you know, it was fun. She, she is a fantastic human. I'll never say anything bad about her, but mm-hmm. she, she had her things that she needed to work on before she could find her happy. Yeah. Well, it's like you, yeah. you and I have both talked about, this is a giant learning experience for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, throughout the entirety of this it's going to be a learning experience yeah so that was definitely something and if she's listening to this you know maybe it'll yeah. it'll click be like okay that's something that i might need to work on right. in the future right right uh, especially if you guys have already talked about I it doubt you know? she's and this, but, you know. but i mean it, it could be you know it's maybe somebody else has gone through something similar right. and they didn't realize oh shit you know maybe that's something i need yeah. to work on in the future right? yeah and that's exactly it and but you know so you move on from that and and you know we had our breakup we had the bad parts the hard parts mm-hmm. and on both sides you know we you know we it was almost like we were trying to hurt each other to get back at each other but we didn't want yeah. you know but you know where i wanted to be with her but then she didn't want to be with me well then when she wanted to be with me i didn't want to be with her mm-hmm. you know and then it was just kind of a mutual like all right well you know, mm-hmm. uh, but that, you know, cause we tried the friend thing and be friends and TikToks back and forth for a while, which was fine. Cause mm-hmm. she, like I said, she's not a bad person. You know, she got a great sense of humor and she was a good, good human. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but that was broken off later on on my own out of respect, uh, for Heather, right. uh, because she didn't really care too much for, you know, not, not for her and, and as a person, but just the idea. You know, the idea of, of that of, relationship right. still existing. Yeah, still yeah. existing. Yeah, because you know, I mean, because typically, even when when, when I break with somebody, I usually I'm not. I you know, th- th- there's a connection there that's lost. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's hard to really go back to a friendly connection in my mind, in my heart, right. uh, with someone like that, and both of you be able to keep it without feelings. Like I could have actually done it. I don't know if she could have because mm-hmm. I was happy where I was. Uh, you know, so. You know, respectfully, for my partner, you know, I did, you know, I, I, I did let that go. Yeah. Uh, because I knew whether she would say it or not. She would never ask me, just like we would never ask her. Yeah. Uh, she would never ask me to not talk to her. But when she knew that I was texting her, that she had sent me a TikTok or something, she, you could see it in her face. Right. You know, her whole body changes. Yeah. And so I did I respect for my relationship, not for Heather, you know, not because of anything that my ex had done, but because... We just really needed to set those boundaries for each other. Yeah. And, you know, so that was whatever. But, you know, so we'll back up and then we broke, but we'd broken up and we hadn't talked for months, you know, by the time, you know, I finally decided, like, all right, I'm, I'm, I am sick of being in relationships. I'm going to go out there and just be a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be that dude that texts at midnight, hey, what are you doing? You know, want to swing by? Cool. Yeah. You know, but I kept going on these days that I'd meet on Tinder or, uh, you know, it's Tinder, you know, but I'd go on a date and I'd meet someone. It just didn't click, mm. you know, uh, I'd give it multiple shots and it just wouldn't click. I'd go on one date, uh, you know, you know a girl would, all she'd want to talk about is my performing, you know, like, you know, let's talk about it for you. You know, that'd be like, you go on a date and they just want to talk about OnlyFans, right. you know, the entire time. Even when you're trying to get to know them and asking them questions, it's, you know, but what about this? Have you ever met this person? Can you do this? Can you do that? 
Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am that kind of awesome. Yeah. But... But I want to know more about about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and again, you know, without dwelling on the Demi thing, but that was before I understood all that, why I needed that. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, and and that's all it was. You know, it's like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to just be a fuck boy. And then, you you know, I had rules. The rule was at least an hour away, you know, able to not commit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was, that. those were the rules. Yep. Like that, you know, and then I get on Bumble and I meet Heather. Mm-hmm. She lives almost an hour away. She's married. There's no commitment. Yeah. You know, it's a distance away. There's no way I'm going to drive an hour every single day to drive an hour every single day to work. That would be absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> I started doing that like a month later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like not even a month, like weeks later. Yeah, you know. I think it, I think it was two weeks. Yeah, later you were coming down here all the time, every, yeah. almost every day. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it it was, but you know, it was just that thing of getting out of the, you know, because the story of the first night we met, um, it was June sixth, twenty twenty two. You know, there you go. You guys can date it, uh, but. She get you know she texts me. I'm sitting on the patio of my favorite bar there in the city. It's mm-hmm. it's you know right. It was right around the corner from my my place. You know it was my again. I'm trying to be a fuckboy. I'm finding places right next to me that's close to my place. I can take him back, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I'm sitting there waiting. I got there a little bit early because let's be honest. Like if you guys have never seen her pictures, you're missing out. She's hot. <laughs> I'm nervous as shit. Like this is. The best looking woman I have met on any of these dating apps since I've been on the dating apps. And I'm like, fuck, I'm nervous as hell. Yeah. You know, and, you know, so I get there early and the, the, the bartender, you know, and I, uh, you know, he was just like, he's cool with me sitting on the back porch, smoking weed, drinking water. I mm-hmm. tip him pretty good. He's a good dude. Uh, his name's Chris. Uh, Boston fan. You can't ever go wrong with a Boston fan. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. Well, you don't even like baseball. I'm not talking about New England, you fucking Chiefs fan. But <laughs> I might be talking about baseball. Yeah, you don't know me. Uh, okay. You don't know my life. Yeah, I'm like I'm talking to Kyle here. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, so I'm sitting there smoking, enjoying, getting high, just nurse shit, relaxing. Mm-hmm. And I get a text message like, "Am I here?" And I looked down at my phone, and she's across the street from the bar. Because the, the bar is an old house, so yeah. you know, but it's called the the Speakeasy, the Fifty First yeah. Street Speakeasy here in the city. Uh, but it's across the street, which is the best thing. But my favorite thing, the across the street is an Alcoholics Anonymous Center where they do the meetings. Mm-hmm. And that's where she was. Yeah. Like, here, I'm like, oh no! It's actually, if you look at the big house across the street, go to back behind there. There's a parking lot. I'll meet you back out there. And I'll never forget her coming around the corner. First thing you notice is the smile. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, holy shit. The second thing I notice as she's driving around is the, the back windows because they're covered in leopard print. For anyone who knows me, my two favorite colors are camo and leopard print, number mm-hmm. one. And so I'm like, huh, meat. <laughs> you know, and, and, and she gets out of the car and she is, she's just bubbly, she's fun, you know, she's just in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, let's go to here for a drink. We went there, got a drink, we sat down, we just talked, you know, in a booth and just were, you know, by ourselves, because it's got a bunch of little bitty bars within the bar. And we're in a whole other bar, just by ourselves. Nobody else is in there, just chilling, talking. We sit in there for a while, and she's telling stories. 
telling me about you and massage parlors <laughs> and you know uh i can't believe she told you about that on the first, first fucking i mean that was within the first hour <laughs> like i mean just all all out there and, and like that, that doesn't that, and that doesn't like <laughs> exceed anything because I know you know things about me that I don't know you know about me. There are things I know about you that you don't know that I know about you. Yeah. You know, and that's... <laughs> We're going to have to have a talk about that after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but that but that, that set the, the, the foundation right there, you know, because at that point I'm like, ah, oh, fucking, this chick's cool as shit. Like, mm. get along. We're sharing stories. We're talking about our kids, about our life, being honest and open. And we're just having a good time. Right. And we had been there for uh, about an hour or two at this point. And it was like, you know, we hadn't moved from that booth other than to get up and go to the bathroom, which was, you know, not too far away from where we were anyways. So it was like, hey, you know, do you want to see the rest of the bar? It's a two-story bar. You know, it's a two-story house. It's gargantuan. Like, this is my favorite place. I'm excited to be here. And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, let's go around and look around. We walked around looked at the whole thing. Uh, you know, showed her some of the secret doors that lead into different spots because it's a speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we went back downstairs, you know, went back downstairs, went outside, I smoked a little bit more of my joint, came back inside, and, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't smoke the joint, I just, I came back and we sat down and I was puffing on my vape. Because, uh, again, I know shit, she's hot, she's mm-hmm. down, she's cool as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, I remember just like, I was nervous, I was sweating, you know, my pounds on my fist, just, you know, my, my, my lap, just like, shit, you know, like mm-hmm. twitching. And, I remember just looking at her like, would you be okay if I went and sat next to you? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I would love that. So I came across the booth and sat next to her. And we sat there and talked. It was fun, you know, just, and I noticed, you know, I'm in cells. So body language is a big thing to me. And I had crossed my legs at one point, And she had taken her leg from me and crossed away from me, took across to me because my leg was crossed to her. And she matched my energy at that exact moment. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So I immediately, I was like, I just asked her, and this, this is after about, 15, 20 minutes, seven mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm just curious. I want to feel the, I want to see what I feel. Mm-hmm. Would you be mad if I, t- if I, if I held your hand? And she was like, you know, she did that giggle. Mm-hmm. It was a lot like the, the post-o giggle. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was a lot like that one. And I held her hand and you did, you felt the spark. And in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, Again, we've talked about this. After I got that, like, oh, shit, like, I can actually pick her up, fuck her. Mm. Like, I got it. Like, I'm feeling it. Didn't understand why. But we've been over that a hundred times now. But and I just thought to myself, like, no, I think I want to get to know her. Mm. Really want to get to know her. And that's what I did. You know, we took a week. It was a week before we saw each other. The next time we saw each other was at my show at the convention. Mm. Uh, you know, and that, that had a little bit of a rough start to it because I, I was dating. You know, I wasn't, when I say dating, I, I, I had someone else that I had started talking to that was Polly as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, you know, that's what it was. Yeah. And, you know, I, I told her, because she was asking if she could come to the show with her husband as well. I was like, I told her, and I was like, well, just so you know. And she got in her head about that day, you know. Uh, and I told the other girl, I was like, look, this hug, I really like her. Like, would you be mad if I just said, hey, not tonight? Yeah. And she was like, no, I'm not about that at all. And we ended up, you know, not ever seeing each other ever. You yeah. know, like that, you know, it, it was never a date. We never dated or anything like that. Um, but, you know, I'm glad y'all came. You know, she mm-hmm. would, and, and so is she. You know, we've talked about, me and her have talked about that many times. 
But that was the week. And it just and that right there cemented everything. You know, meeting you, like I remember walking, you know, walking out, seeing you, know, buying your tickets, just standing there, just like waiting for her to turn around. Mm-hmm. You know, and she did. She scampered over, gave me a hug, and uh, shook your hand, and we walked around for a second. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things I, I recognized was the the respect that I knew I was going to get from you. You know, as as, a, as, a, as another partner of her. Yeah. You know, because you're like, hey, I'm going to go walk around. Y'all have fun. Yeah. And that's what we did. We walked around. We spent a whole week, man. Like, I was getting like videos and stuff, and you know, just stuff that she was, like, saying to me. Of course, you know, I'm just like you. We've got them saved. But she would say stuff. And it would just, you know, that's what, you know, it just, it would light up your world. It just would give you the biggest, goofiest smile. And it really would. Because, as you know, that woman just got a an absolute way with words. And we'll just, whatever, you know. Can I tell you my favorite thing about that night? Yeah, I saw you at the convention. Yeah, and I told her this. One of the reasons that I liked you right off the bat, yeah, is you didn't give off that alpha bullshit energy. No, right? You, See, I you, thought it was the the the, the that hug because I because <laughs> she told me she goes he immediately like came over. He's like, you gotta hug him. You like that? He smells musky <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was you fucking said. Yeah, I mean, it just it still it made me giggle. But but like it, it was. You know, the thing you worry about, and this is as the the partner of a married woman in this lifestyle, the thing you worried about is someone coming in and trying to, um, I don't want to say emasculate you, but that, for lack of a better word, that's what it is. Right. I don't want to have to deal with that, you know? Yeah. And and, um, I never got that inclination from you at all. Right. I never got that you were going to come in and try to be alpha and try to fucking, you know, we were going to have a dick measuring contest right. or something And like we, that. we still have not had that. Yeah. Two of us, you know, and I don't think we absolutely, we No, because we absolutely could, like, but we'll get to that, you know, but, but yeah, you know, and up to that point, you know, I've been leading up to it, you know, and like I said, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't know if she's going to kill me for this, but I'll say, well, I, of course, you know, just like you, I save all the videos, mm. but this is one of those videos I'll go back and watch when, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I know I can play it and I know it's going to, you know, just cheer me up a little yeah. bit, but I mean... You know, it was little stuff like that that you would get that just really, you know, badass. You know, yeah. like it makes you feel good. You know, well, it and makes you feel the warm and fuzzies just all over. Yeah, you know it was something I, mean? I had never. It was someone who's matching my energy. You know, mm-hmm. I'd always been that person would send a video or pictures, and oh, I just want you to know, like, hey, I like you. Mm-hmm. You know, and here she was, like, doing it before I could even get a chance to. Right. And it was just so weird going through this whole week of, you know, at the time I was I was doing construction stuff and I was, because uh, I had this awful idea that I was sick of working in an office for the last, you know, 14 years. I want to be a man and work outside in the heat. Shit fucking sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I work at a desk again now. Good for me. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> but you know, I'm too old for that stuff. Yeah, fuck that outside bullshit. Yeah, but, you know, but it was that one of those times where I was going through this. I was dying of heat, and I was doing this, and I'm getting these videos and pictures from her all day, distracted. Like, even one of my favorite pictures, like, someone asked for a picture of me. I sent them a picture that I remember taking after watching that fucking video right there, mm-hmm. and a smile on my fucking face, and still one of my favorite pictures. It's, it yeah. was black and white. It was just me just cheesing ear to ear. And, you know, that, I remember, and then, like I said, y'all were there, and, and then, you know, the next night, you know, the next night, her and two of her friends, uh, I don't know, do we say names or... No, let's not say, yeah, let's no. not say their names. Uh, but, you know, they, they came with her, you mm-hmm. know, because you had just gone back 
to to work right. down in New Mexico, right? At the time it was you were, yeah. yeah, I was in New Mexico. It's yeah, tough. and you know they came. You know they were getting the the girl check. You yeah. know, like hey. Yeah, they like, they said it was so they could go get matching tattoos. That's bullshit. They were there to, right. to check you out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, no, I was definitely I was definitely made aware of that. Mm. You know, uh, you know, in those two, I'm still so when I see him, I still talk to him. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm you know we still talk on 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 Snapchat when we have a chance. You know, it's like hey, how you been? How's life? Everything, mm. and you know, and that's cool. You know, I've been accepted into the. You know, we'll get that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But I've been accepted into the. To this family mm. and not just the immediate family or immediate family but like her, her, her family her quote unquote sisters yeah, as well the, yeah. oh you know the, I mean? the girls yeah. yeah her girls are you know there's there's not they are equally as important as you and I are in oh, her yeah. life you know what I mean and so passing their vibe check dude that's a fucking huge win oh yeah really the tunnel is. nut I mean she loves me that woman she's not even a real person first of all <laughs> alright <laughs> You know, I, I love her to death, but she's not a real person. I swear to yeah. God, she's like some sort of little cyborg, annoying fucking robot or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, and then you know, there's the other one we've talked about Megan on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, you know, we've talked about Kaylee. Kaylee's yeah. one of them, you know that me and her, she's the one I talk to on Snapchat occasionally. You know, it's we never picture. It's just like, hey, how you been? Like, I'll comment like she'll post sushi. I'm like, oh, I miss sushi because you know Heather doesn't eat sushi. Yeah. Like tonight, we had Taco Bell. Oh fuck, we should have gone to have sushi tonight. Ooh, we should have gone to have. Sushi. God damn it. That's all right. We'll have sushi before you leave. We'll we'll, we'll just sneak Maybe. out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get sushi down. Because you know what? It doesn't really fill you up. So if we have dinner with them and then later on we eat sushi, it's not really filling. It's Maybe like, we sneak off and have some sushi or something like that. Or, yeah, we yeah. go like to the mall. Well, no, the mall doesn't have any sushi place around. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We'll go like, ooh, hibachi. Yeah. We need to do a hibachi. But anyway, so... You know, and that, hell, you know, like, so that's leading into hibachi shit. You know, uh, we, you know, that that's where I started meeting a lot. You know, I started, you know, more and more I'm around, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the pool parties. You know, the mm-hmm. first time I got, in, you know, invited to one of the, the friend pool parties, you know, with all the kids. And, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun. You know, you mean the dudes, yeah. you know, your, your friends within the, the girl group, mm-hmm. uh, the husbands. You know, a lot of them are, you know, they they were reserved for a little bit. Right. You know, but my person... Because they weren't sure. They they had never seen something like this. Yeah, it hadn't been happening in person. Right. Yeah. You know, only other time they knew about it was the the time that it happened before me for her. Mm Mm-hmm. You well, know, and they didn't even really know about it that much. Right. You they know not, but he, they knew what it, they they knew right. what it did to her. Yeah. You know, so I'm already like they didn't know the. You, you know, were already on thin of, ice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I came into that being a, you know, and of course, you know, I picked the big dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, I I picked the one husband I knew that was kind of you know just he was kind of backed off reserved. But you know what? We used I used to do the same thing that he does currently for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, so I start talking about that. You know, bringing up stuff I know that's going to get his attention. <laughs> and that big motherfucker <laughs> is one of the most teddy bear human beings you'll ever meet in your entire life. He really is. But he's he is. Dude. He's he is. He's. And they've said it before. When I'm gone, you know, he'll he'll go out with him, and he's the protector or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? And now he's going to be really glad that you get to fill those <laughs> shoes because you get to be their wrangler from now on, and right. uh, he doesn't have to chase them around Bricktown. Oh yeah, well at least not by himself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, so but and and but yeah, so you know, I started getting that, and the, the friends started liking me, and then you know, your first weekend back, you know, and that was a good learning weekend for for all of us. We, yeah. 
we tried things. We found out things we don't like. We learned boundaries real we quick. We learned a lot of boundaries yeah. that weekend. Well, and uh, I've said it before. One of my absolute favorite things about that weekend was, you know, we had met before, but we hadn't really got a chance right. to talk. And um, I, one of the first things out of your mouth was, I'm never going to try to take your role as dad or as, I think you said, as husband, as, a, as in my role. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to have your own role as in, like, life partner or yeah. something like that. But you, you did mention you're never going to try to take my role. And that, again, is another worry, especially for someone that works out of town. That's another worry. You know, you talked about it uh, on, I think it was the last episode, that FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Um, it's real. And we don't want to be replaced, right? Yeah. And it was at that moment that I realized, okay, you and I are on the same team. Yeah. You know what I mean? You and I are going to mesh really fucking well together because you have the same goals and expectations of this that I do, oh, right? Yeah. And it, it just, that moment solidified that, hey, uh, not only is this going to work out for Heather, this dude has the potential of being a really close friend. And it turns out you're one of my best friends now. Yeah. You know, and, and that was really it. You know I mean? It's, we both have come into this with, you know, respect and admiration for mm -hmm. one each other, for, for one another and for each other's roles within within the, the relationship. Right. And that's just what it's been. That's what it is. You know I mean? When I decided that I didn't want to fucking wait, mm -hmm. I wanted to be my girlfriend. Uh, oh, that was a weak one. But. You're going to have to work on that. I know. <laughs> I had a good one in the last one. We'll see what happens. But when I decided, yeah, this is what I want, you know, I did like you would do if you're proposing to a girl, you know, like not asking her dad, mm -hmm. ask her husband, you know, <laughs> like, hey. How'd you feel if I asked to be my boyfriend or my yeah. girlfriend? You know, but oh, and I was like giddy with yeah, excitement too. Yeah, like, so much you tried to ruin. This I did life. not try to ruin it. Here for didn't all try, of the listeners, did, this is try. what happened. Okay, so, who taster? I know something you don't know. That is what happened. I did not say anything other than that. I no. said I know something <clears throat> that you don't know, and that was it because I was so fucking excited. Whatever conclusion she came to was on her own, all right? I did not do shit other than say, I know something. I don't know. You know, know. honestly, I don't know if she ever actually knew it at that point. I, mean, I don't think she did. I don't think she did at yeah. all. I think that's just a story that you like to tell to make me feel bad. It God is, damn it. The I truth have... is out there. The people know now that I didn't do a fucking thing, all right? Yeah, so but you now know, you know I what? can no longer feel my, bad. But you know what, Cody? My plan was to go to... Dinner, to sit outside at my favorite barbecue joint that this beautiful outside you know like patio seating area which it is it's beautiful it's this giant all this stuff gorgeous bedlam barbecue in oklahoma city mm -hmm. you haven't been you gotta go but it was one of those things where you know i was like she was talking about it and she brings up just five minutes from the restaurant cody texted me a day you know what cody texted you about he said i know something you don't know mm -hmm. but i'm not telling you Mm. And she goes, and I fought him, fought him, fought him. She goes, like, what is it? Because it had something to do with you. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you like, have to keep on with that. So if you let that out sooner than what you had planned, that's on you, homie. Oh, all I right. Got, you, know, you, got, you know, it's like, well, no, fucking screw it. like, you know what? I, I, she was like, what did you ask? Because it was, what did you ask him? What did you tell him? What did you tell me? I said, fine. I asked him if, if, you, if I could ask you to be my girlfriend. Yeah. And she looked at me and I said, so will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. And it was not, you know, it was, an, I was just, it was a yes. Yeah. You know, it was absolute yes. Uh, you know, no, I take that back. Holy crap, I just ruined that. That wasn't that wasn't on the way to go to, to Bedlam. That was that was on the way to something else. That was, was 
No, it was on the way to Bedlam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about another night. No, the the next night were, was the next time where I I didn't even ask you because I wasn't trying to give it to you. <laughs> I just I knew I was going to tell well, her. Well, hey, you got you got to realize that woman. If she knows that something's up, she will try to pull that shit out of you. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And you've got to be strong. Yeah. And like I said, if you let that slip early, that's on you. <laughs> all right, because I'm a fucking vault. I wasn't saying shit. Yeah. All right, I'm Fort Knox, baby. Locked down. Okay, I wasn't saying a fucking thing. Until it's been two months that you got a titty pick, and you know, then you're mad. Well, yeah, I mean, then <laughs> then I've got to give, right? Right, and, you know, and we went through, and, and so we'll keep moving, you know, and all that happened, and we we things were good, man. They were fantastic, and then, you know, being the people we are, and how fast we move in these things, you go from the, you know, because we had we we kept it from the kids because we had the rule of, you know. Two, you know, at least three months before mm-hmm. we tell the kids, you know, and I've always, I've had that rule, you know, before three to six months, Yeah. you know, before we say anything, the kids of, Hey, this is my girlfriend. Well, they just happened to me and her were FaceTiming one day, just talking and, uh, your two were on the, the FaceTime with her, you know, in the background and mine was in the background of mine. And, uh, they had come over and say, Hey Chris, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Hey guys, what's going on? And of course mine's like, who's that? What are they talking about? You know? And. I was like, oh, that's my friend Heather, and those are her two kids, blah, 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 blah. Uh, stink face and won't shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, and of course one goes, hey, what's your Minecraft name or whatever it was that they were playing at the time? And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, it's blah, 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 blah. Well, now they're friends. Yeah. So now you have to let them play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's where it, I wouldn't say it got weird, but that was the thing that kept us from seeing each other every day was mm-hmm. that... Our, our kids don't know. Right. You know, and they don't know each other. And when I had my kid on the weekends, it wasn't a whole lot to do. Well, it's like, you know what? Cool. The kids know each other. That we, They're getting along online, uh, playing their games together, constantly FaceTiming and texting mm-hmm. each other. Constantly. And... Like 6 a.m. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it was like, all right, cool, cool. Uh, well, we'll start working on it, you know. And that was the, the really fun time because it was, you know... Uh, we couldn't say, you know, at that point, you know, once we started saying I love you, we couldn't say I love you to each other mm-hmm. in front of the kids. Uh, but that was a whole lot of, like, sneaky stuff, you know, like, trying to, like, put my hand on her back or, you know, like, well, we'd hold hands down right next to each other, you know, where the kids couldn't see it. Right. You know, or I'd have my hand under the table on her, on her thigh. And that was always a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it, it was it was it was just that exciting thing of sneaking around the corner to the the the, the kitchen and getting a quick little make out, a little mm-hmm. grope session on, and then going back like nothing happened. You know, my kid's intuitive; she started figuring stuff out. Plus, uh, other people tried to out us for a little bit. You know, that uh, people in her life that knew you from a former life mm-hmm. and had asked her to ask me. You know, before we had had a chance, and we decided when. The, the niece was about to move in, you mm-hmm. know, we had all kind of joked about it for, for a little while, you know, of, you know, like, well, I'm just ready if you are. Well, it's like, she's moving in. She's a little bit older. She's going to figure something out. Well, and she's smart as a fucking whip. Dude. She really and is. She's super, super. She doesn't act like it a lot of the time, but she observes everything. Yeah. And, and she would have picked up on that within probably 30 seconds of being oh. home. Oh, yeah. I mean. You know, especially because. Fun fact, uh, me and Heather, when we first said I love you, of course, you want to say it all the time. Mm. But yeah, the kids are always with us, and you know your kids are always with her. Mm. Uh, and then my kid on the weekends, we, you know, 
we couldn't say it in front of them. Right. You know, we we said tabbouleh. Yeah. Because we had gone to that was the restaurant we were at was at the the, the barbecue spot uh, that night and we we had, had tabbouleh mm-hmm. for dinner and we'd never neither one of us had ever had it tried. Like, well, wasn't that bad? It was a fun word, and so uh, what we say in front of the kids it was just tabbouleh. Yeah. And that's what we say to you know to this day every now and then I'll text her. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to text it to her right now. So Did you get see. the uh, license plate that she found on the way down to the cruise? Yeah. The other day? yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I was in Denver, I saw a restaurant that had a big sign on it that said Tabbouleh on it <laughs> somewhere outside on the, the awning. Mm-hmm. I could not find it. Like, I walked around downtown Denver forever just because I wanted to take a picture of me in front of it. This is said Tabbouleh to send to her. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and that's, that's, that's what it was. And, and it was fun. It was exciting, you know, like sneaking around the corner or even, you know, like when we, we would have a pool party or whatever, you know, with the with all the families here, all the kids, you know, and mm-hmm. the parents, you know, everybody would be way outside and we'd be inside, you know, and, uh, you know, sneaking around the corner and just making out and grabbing hands, grabbing ass, doing it in the pool where the kids can't see it. I mean, to this day, I don't know how nobody saw it or we thought nobody would see, you know, the, the fact that we're just wrapped around each other in the pool, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time, like the kids aren't. I get they might be dumb, mm. or they're just kids. Yeah, they're um, just kids. They're not paying attention. But yeah, and the, that story everybody knows. We told them, we set them down. We said, "Hey, this is what it is." Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the the boy said, "Isn't that just a street term for for cheating?" No. Yeah, it's and not. he was worried for about half a second. Half you know, a he, second. He was worried that I was going somewhere. And that something was going to happen with us. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but in the car, um, it was either on the way over there or shortly afterwards, he had told me, or he had pulled me off to the side and said, Dad, if you and Mom, if something does happen with you, I'm going with you. Well, okay, buddy, but that's really sweet, but nothing's happening. Right. We're good. Yeah, you never told me that. Yeah. yeah, Nothing's ever happening. We're, We're solid. Everything's fine. Okay, well, I just want you to know. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, unfortunately, he's had some influences in his life. Right. You know, they're very anti what we're doing and right. anti. Well, and it's not just currently too. It's it's in in the past. In the past, no, like exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's a lot of influence that has shaped him uh, growing up. That he thinks this is the way. You know, this is the way things have to be. If it's anything else, it's it's right. bad, right? Well, and he also and, knows from personal experience with. Uh, you know, within the, the, the ladies, you know, mm-hmm. when one of them's husband cheated on her and they right. broke up, you know, that's what he saw. You right. know, he know, because, you know, everybody's really honest with everybody. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, so-and-so cheated on her and yeah. now they're not together. Well, of course, you know, it's like, well, that cheating, that means y'all are going to break up. Right. You know, but, you know, but, you know, and he still struggles with that occasionally where he'll bring, say, something to me or something to Heather. You know, yeah. we talk to each other about it later. Yeah. And, but uh, all you got to do with him, because he is kind of a warrior, you know, he'll he'll get... Right. This this scenario built up in his head, and it's it's anxiety. I mean, that's he's been diagnosed with it, but he'll get this scenario built up in his head, and he'll have to talk about it. Yeah. But he's just like me, where all you've got to do is say, "Hey, man, that's not happening. This is what is happening. Right. Uh, this is where we're at. We're 100 percent good. Okay, cool. Hey, can I go download this game? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, oh yeah. Can I have? Can I go get a, a what they call the the drunk candy drumstick? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So I mean he's he's really easy to to placate I guess in that. So yeah. I guess the thing that all of this comes down to cuz we're we're almost running short on time here. We thought this was going to be a short episode, but yeah. we're actually running I mean we're we're right. getting a full episode out of this. So um what this comes down to is 
What is the end game of the polyamory? End game, well, I mean, that is one that's... I'm going to answer, what is my end game? Okay. Because the end game of polyamory is going to be different for literally everyone. Right. You know, some people want to have a menagerie of uh, partners, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's serious or not. Yeah. Uh, some people are in it for the free dinners, you know, and they'll give a handy J for it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some people are just into it for, you know, the, the genuine connection. That's, you know, and my end game mm-hmm. is her. Yeah. She is my end game. She is, I don't care what she says, the best smile on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. care what her lip does, what her top lip does, what she does. it. I still see it. I still want to kiss it. Mm-hmm. You know, that she is my end game. She is where I plan on spending the rest of my life. That is, that's home. Yeah. She is home. And I don't plan on changing that. Right. And, and I think we were discussing this the other day. And, you know, I mentioned that whenever we started in polyamory, one of the things I asked her was, what is your end game with this? And she couldn't answer me. And it was like, well, I just want to take each day as it comes. Yeah. And that's what made me realize that for both of us, for, for her and I, there's not an end game. No. Right? We're living each day to the absolute fullest that we can, whether that's laying on the couch and watching fucking movies or doing all of the things with both partners around. It's right. it's loving as much as you possibly can every day until you're not able to. Yeah, anymore. exactly. That and is exactly it. I think there are a lot of people that will resonate with that, whereas, like, you don't have to have a plan. You don't have to have a future in mind. You've got to have today. You know what I mean? And so if there's anything that we can end on, that is one thing I would love for people to take from this. You know, your story has been absolutely amazing. But I want people to know that the big thing with this is knowing that today is what counts. Yeah. Right? Your future is important. Plan for your future. Have that in mind. That's great. But if all else fails, live for today. You know, and that reminds me, you know, we, we talk about that. I actually saw a quote today. Uh, I, I picked it up because I wanted to post it on, on Facebook for a friend who's going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I like to do that. Like I, I made a post today, a, a quote by Buddha, but you know, and I'll read that one too. But this one, you know, just simply says, "Don't look back. You're not going that way." You know, and right. that's a very valid point because you know, if you really think about it, when you go to, you know, when you're driving. You know, that is the best way to, to really remember this. When you're driving, you know, what's bigger? Why, why is the windshield so big, but that rearview mirror is so small? Mm-hmm. Because you're not meant to spend the whole time looking back. Because if you're looking back the whole time, you're going to run into something in the front end. Right. You know, uh, the, you're supposed to look forward. You don't need the rearview mirrors, mm-hmm. except for to make sure that what was behind you right. stays the fuck behind you. Right. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and, and, and your turn fucking three hours from now doesn't matter. Exactly. You got to make sure that you're watching what's on the road ahead of you. Yeah, if, if you you know if you're going to move forward in life, you've got to be a good person, and you just gotta you gotta stay focused on the forward. Yeah, you know. And again, this is one of those lifestyles that's not for everyone. It's not for at all, and it's mm-hmm. not for everyone at all. It really, 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 really isn't. Yeah. And I think everyone has the capability for it. But I don't think that it is meant for everyone because right. everyone has their own personal boundaries, their own personal limits and things like that, right. their own views and, and everything. Yeah, because and, it's, it's all about finding that perfect person for you. You know, it's like, to me, I, like I've said before, I like getting, you know, like like being busy at work and, you know, also look at my phone. I've got 
10 text messages, 10 shared videos on TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, Facebook Messenger, Instagram direct messages, you know, whatever it is that I'm getting. I like all that. Right. She's not too needy for me. She's not too anything. She's just perfect the way she is. And right. I, you know, and I'm sorry if you don't, if that's not your person, move yeah. the fuck on, man. Don't hurt that person and stick around. Right. And I, I think that what we're trying to kind of put out into the world is, you know, um, there are a lot of people that view what we're doing as wrong, right? Right. And we're trying to put out that it's not wrong because we don't want, if you're monogamous and you're solidly monogamous and that's all you want to do, that is fucking great. That's what we want you to do because that's what makes you happy, yeah. right? But we don't view monogamy as wrong. It's just not for us, right? Yeah. Because from a very young age, you know, and not to not to hijack this at all, but from a very young age, I realized that I was non-monogamous as well. Yeah. And, you know, um, it just was solidified when I found a partner that once we got to talking and really discovering ourselves, it was like, hey, maybe we should try this. And it has worked out fucking beautifully for yeah. us, right? So just because our lifestyle is different that doesn't make it wrong that doesn't make it inherently bad yeah and that's what we're, we want to accomplish with this i want you to listen again to chris's absolutely beautiful story of how we came to be in this relationship and i want you to understand that you know this is beautiful it's it's love it's fantastic and it's happiness and you know it's there's none of it that is bad yeah and what we want is to spread awareness of that yep. we want people to understand that hey just because this isn't for you doesn't make it wrong it doesn't yeah. make it bad it doesn't make it anything other than right for us right, right? And, you know yeah exactly you know and, and we'll go we'll go ahead and wrap it up right here you know and then on one last little serious note you know i'm gonna read a quote mm-hmm. you know and i hope you all hear this the way you need to hear it i hope who needs to hear this hears it and i hope who doesn't need to hear it you hear it and you pass it on uh, it's a quote from Buddha. It says, you yourself, as much as anyone in the entire universe, deserves your love and affection. Love yourself. And that's all you can do. When you love yourself, everybody will love you back. We say it every week. Love yourselves because we love you. Guys, we will see you. Uh, we're going to start recording episode eight here shortly. Yeah, uh, guess what? We're going to be talking a whole lot of boners and boobs. Cody is. And so, guys, get your... Uh, if you're, you know, ladies, y'all, y'all might begin some spank bank material because it's going to be a whole lot of him talking about his experiences and what he's done. So, <laughs> you know, you got the serious episode this time, me talking about my life. Mm-hmm. Next one, you're going to get with Cody talking about his life. So, Cody, what do you say? Let's put the outro music on so they can turn the intro music on in a week from today. Guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.